When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back. So as I speak, gold is trading around $1,470 an ounce, silver around $17 an ounce, a fair bit up off of their lows in this dip that we've seen over the last uh, week or two. And I want to take some time today to talk about why this dip, in my opinion, very well could could turn out to be uh, a healthy correction. And if we are to believe some of this data, um, could could move silver and gold much, much higher. And, and, and believe me, this isn't just more perm, permable talk or anything like that. I have some hard data to, to back up exactly what I'm saying here. Uh, quick thesis, the quick, uh, I guess, conclusion of this evidence is that it would appear that on this recent dip, a large entity or large entities took advantage of it by moving into gold in a big way. Now, I don't know why um, they would make these large of gold purchases if uh, if that if they believed or if they had a conviction that that gold was going to drop further. Um, certainly, I, I think anybody buying gold at this point is is confident in its long term prospects, and and you know certainly silver. Uh, the same could be said for silver. And so there is there is a line of thinking out there that that gold is going to move back down to thirteen hundred again or fourteen hundred or whatever, and, and then that's going to be a better entry point. But what some of this recent data from the last week or two is suggesting is that at least for for these individuals, that's not the case. That the bottom of this dip is more or less in, or at least they have a high conviction that that's the case, and that they're not going to miss out on these prices and and take a chance on on gold uh, dropping further or moving back up above 1500 and, and they've kind of lost their opportunity now whoever this is whoever this financial institution or institutions or individuals are they probably already have a large position in gold if anything this is just uh, them adding to that position so what am i talking about here well this was reported by james Anderson over on a uh, Silver Doctor, Silver Doctors, and SD Bullion. Um, I believe I interviewed him a long time ago here on this channel, but but I'm sure many of you that have been in the space for a while are familiar with him. Over on his Twitter, that's where a lot of his information is. He was talking about uh, UBS, uh, the the very large uh, Swiss bank, and uh, some of their recent data that they have published regarding the amount of gold that they have in their possession that that they hold on to for for their clients basically uh in the last uh week or two during this dip the amount of gold that they've held increased by roughly like three million plus ounces about three and a quarter, almost three and a quarter million ounces of gold. Now, to 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 put that in perspective, that's roughly five billion dollars worth of gold. That that flowed into 
uh, in this case, UBS's ETF, their gold ETF. Now, I get it. I know. Gold ETFs, generally a bad thing, right? I You've heard me rant so many times on here about, about SLV and GLD and, and those types of e- ETFs by uh, those iShares that, that holds those uh, or runs those. Um, in the case of UBS, what you're not going to get from me is some intellectual dishonesty. I'm not going to somehow... Uh, uh, turn this around and say that even though it's an ETF, this is somehow still um, crazy, super bullish, and and somehow go back on what I've always been saying about my doubts about ETFs and, and the fact that they actually have gold and silver backing them in the first place. That's, no. I still feel the same about that, whether we're talking about iShares or UBS. No, get it. Uh, I get it. UBS is, it's Swiss. And, and I do think that that's important. I do think it's important that, yes, UBS, like many European banks, is is not in a good financial position. I'm sure they have a lot of shady dealings and whatnot. But if there would be one bank or one ETF, other than maybe the Sprott physical ETF, if there would be one that I would be confident that they actually have the silver or gold backing it up, it would probably be UBS. But either way, what this is signifying is a big move into silver and gold. Just how big? Okay, I threw I threw the number out there. A little over 3 million ounces, over 5 or around $5 billion moved into their ETFs. Just how big is that? Well, that's actually the second, uh, according again to James uh, Anderson and, and UBS's uh, data, the second largest flow of cash into gold ETFs, who, according to him, again, we shouldn't take any of these financial institutions at their word. You know, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. I'm, I'm not changing any, going back on any of that. But the UBS gold ETF basically buys either one kilo or 400 ounce bullion bars from one of four Swiss gold refiners. And then, uh, according to some, then store them in the side of a mountain. Maybe it's right, maybe it's not. I tend to think that that's probably the case, but I, I don't know for sure, right? Ultimately, it doesn't matter for us in terms of what we're going to be buying because most of my viewers subscribe to the if you don't hold it, you don't buy it. But I want to move past that for a second about the fact that this is a U, that this is a ETF that we're talking about here. Um, in terms of how much gold is in this ETF in the first place, prior to this week, we were talking in the ballpark of 25,000 ounces. Quite a bit. As of this week, as of this huge move into this gold ETF, that number is actually closer to uh, 6,100 or 61,000 ounces. From 25,000 to 61,000 ounces. That's almost a doubling of the amount of gold held by UBS's gold ETF. That's huge in terms of, of millions of dollars. It, it basically increased, or we'll make it simple and call it billions of dollars, moved from about $4 billion all the way up to $9 billion in this UBS ETF. Now, again, this could be a single entity, this could be an anomaly. I tend to think that this is probably the case for a lot of, of gold buying around the world, that if you looked into um, iShares or Sprott Physical or the, the dozens or hundreds of, of companies that 
vault, silver and gold, sorting their vaults, you'd see a similar trend that big market makers, people with a lot of money, are taking advantage of this dip. And in fact, James provides some more context for this, which I think is really helpful. Um, the last time that this type of a move happened was in early 2009. This type of a move into gold. There was a huge demand. In fact, I said the second largest was this. Uh, the largest move into uh, uh, these, these what you call transparent gold holdings, repositories, mutual funds, ETFs, uh, the largest was in early 2009, um, around 4 million ounces. Reminder, this one was a little over 3 million ounces. And following that huge move into gold, uh, basically what you saw is the price of gold lag the, the amount of gold held in these, you know, this, this transparent gold holdings. That uh, each time gold holdings would increase, the price of gold would slowly follow that, that move up until ultimately gold holdings uh, peaked in, in 2012, 2013. The price of gold, of course, peaked in, in 2012 uh, and took a while to fall until ultimately these, these holdings fell back down again. At their peak, the amount of gold in these, these transparent gold holdings was uh, just shy of 110 million ounces. Actually, uh, like 107, 108 million ounces. And the bottom, the trough, this was uh, in late 2015, early 2016, was around 60, 70 million ounces. But as of right now, especially after this recent move into uh, silver, or sorry, into gold, uh, specific to, to UBS, that number is back up around... 105, almost 105 million ounces of gold in these transparent gold holdings. Basically, what's happening is we're seeing a very similar pattern play out in the amount of gold held in these, these repositories and whatnot. It's just that the price continues to, to lag somewhat. But, but make no mistake, uh, as these holdings continue to increase, the price has no choice but to move up. Right, I think it would be a stretch to say that none of that gold is actually there, that there's not actually some sort of amount of physical gold demand from all of this. I think that there is, right? I'm not going to go on a limb and say that it's all there, but there is a real demand due to this. And I think this most recent move in the gold market uh, a, a, or, or in the physical gold market, uh, $5 billion, 3 million ounces just specific to UBS, that signifies that there are big buyers out there, people that probably have a better idea of what's going on in these markets than you and I, that are willing to buy this dip because they have a strong conviction that A, gold is going to go much, much higher, and B, that it's not going to go much lower before it goes much higher. So what's the takeaway from this? Well, I told you at the beginning, I'm not going to push perma bear stuff or perma bull uh, stuff on you. This is real data that is showing that there's a massive amount of money moving into physical gold. And of course, that's that's bullish for physical silver as well, especially since, you know, the, the physical silver market is so much smaller. And when this money eventually wisens up and also moves into silver, you'll see silver move by multiples of gold. But the takeaway from this is that just that, that there's a lot of individuals out there that are looking to move into physical gold. 
And we're, we're talking not just a lot of individuals, but individuals with a lot of money or, or corporations, or I should say financial institutions, investors, funds, etc., moving into physical gold. That is nothing but positive. Right? I fail to see how, you know, even in, in a system rife with manipulation, how these types of moves into gold, physical gold, can occur, and somehow the price of gold moves down. So I'm going to call it right here. This is the bottom of the dip. We've already seen the bottom of the dip. With these types of moves, moves into physical gold, um, I, I fully expect a week or two from now, gold to be back up above 1500 and we'll see where it goes from there. But I think a move back above 1500 would, would signify some very strong momentum and, and 1600 is, is going to be within reach, uh, I think, by the end of the year, right? What did I say at the beginning? Not at the beginning of this, but, but beginning of the fall a couple months ago, I put out my prediction for 1600 for gold, $20 for silver. And I'm sticking with that. I think we're going to see a big momentum move coming up here pretty quickly. I think a lot of people are buying this dip. And and I think that there's a lot of other factors, which I'll just have to cover tomorrow in another podcast, that are telling me, that are showing me that uh, the the current consensus, the market consensus on the trade deal or the economy or the Fed or whatever, as a whole, are, are incorrect and, and misinformed. But anyways, as always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in today, and God bless.